Greetings and salutations. It's Numbers Live, the podcast, the virtual podcast. It's a Thursday. We in the building. We got everybody here. We watching the NBA games in real time. Um, it's a lot going on in the league. Let's let's get into the agenda, man. Uh, I think brother brother Crusher had had some some issues. He wanted to get off his chest. Um, so you know we we gonna start with. Uh, the deadline, December 15th, is a date to mark on your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. Can someone take me through what's going to happen on December 15th and what, what the significance of that date is? Well, it's, it's not really what's going to happen on the 15th. Is what is, is what is able to happen after that date. Um, mm-hmm. After the 15th um, is really when about almost like 80% of the league will be able to be traded just based off of uh, the newer contracts that were signed. So that's really the only reason, you know, at least amongst us, that day keeps getting thrown around. Um, But as I watch the uh, Warriors-Cavaliers game at the moment, um, you know, it's uh, it's unfortunate that Evan Mobley got hurt, but um, out of the blue, Jared Allen uh, got some type of illness. Um, He's not injured, but he has an illness. And so he didn't travel with the team for these three uh, away games. However, uh, we're only a month until the 15th, and all of a sudden Kevin Love came back, you know. Um, I feel that this is an effort, you know, of course, to showcase Kevin Love because he's going to get traded. And for anybody that thinks this is a coincidence, uh, word came out last week that the Detroit Pistons may be interested in Marvin Bagley. Earlier this week, that. notice Marvin Bagley has not played more than eight minutes or two minutes all, all season. Um, but earlier this week when they played the Pistons, Marvin Bagley played 18 minutes. Why? To showcase him to Detroit because when the 15th comes, some people are going to be getting moved around. So just just letting y'all know, um, Kevin Love has seventeen and six with four threes. percent <laughs> <laughs> shooting. See, of course he does. Right now, no, okay, so, man. Putting putting Juan Toscano Anderson in the basket. Oh, yeah, um, it should be interesting though, man. I, I I do think I do think Buddy Hill may be moved too. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but I do think that they may, they may be looking to move him too. They just have so many guards in Sacramento. But you'll see a lot of people who haven't played that much get more and more playing time within the next one to two weeks just to showcase that they're healthy and, you know, that they can still move around and also have some type of stamina. Get back to Kevin Love and Cleveland. Why are the Cleveland Cavaliers so good all of a sudden? Is this is a fad right now, or is this something that – sustainable i mean they're a very young team and they've been banged up and still winning so it's crazy to me to see this as we watching right now hey yeah i kind of think it's because they went back to like old school basketball they're playing with two bigs two guards and a wing legit like really really old school but not traditional bigs in the sense where these two bigs can't really get up and down the floor. I mean, Evan, both Evan Mobley and uh, Jared Allen 
can run the floor as well as any big in the league. Um, and they both rim protect, especially Jared Allen. Uh, they're rebounding and Mobley stretches the floor. Um, I think they out, I think they're bigger than a lot of the teams that they play, um, but they're still fast enough to defend them. Darius Garland is shooting 47% from the field. I did not get expect that to happen year three. He he was like, he, he was a shooter at Vanderbilt though. Yeah. And they yeah. saw 40, 40, damn near 48 percent. That's that's pretty impressive for a guard in particular. Who better you know? guard? And, and, and mainly mainly his 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 game is mainly jumpers though. And 48%? Jeez. Jeez Louise. Who better? Garland or Sexton? Give me Garland in a heartbeat. Yeah, who? Garland. I mean, it's tough because I've seen Colin Sexton do it for three years, though, already. You know what I'm saying? And prove we're watching – we're watching what, – prove what? What do you prove? That he can get yeah. you 20, 20 and five? But he can get you 20 on 20 shots. That's He's inefficient as hell. He don't pass the ball. Sexton can get you 17 on six shots and five, re, five rebounds. You mean Garland? I mean, Garland, yeah. I don't see that. Sexton is a scoring guard. That's yeah. why – I mean, honestly, that's why Garland and Rubio – Rubio, you ain't never seen Rubio average 26 or score 26 this many times. I think they, I think the Olympics helped his confidence, though. Him balling out like that. Him this is Rubio's third focus. Olympics. What you mean? <laughs> this ain't his I mean, but – nah, He, he a season back. carry over, though, man. I, I think, think this Rubio, is the first time he does have to be a lead Rubio guard. playing with another guard that's allowing him to shoot. I, like, right, that's all I'm it not gonna is. Lie. If, if you would have, you know, if you would have asked me this question last year, I would have took Sexton just because Garland hadn't played as much, and I didn't really see a lot of aggression in his game. The skill set was there, but I mean, you got to have some type of dog in 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 the, in the NBA, and I didn't see it. Especially be a point guard position, though. But towards the latter part of last year, and so far all of this season, um, I, I would definitely take Garland over Sexton to run my team at the point at the moment too. Facts, facts. All right, let's move on. Enough, enough attention to the Cavs, even though they're. Let's go. Uh, hold on. And up 13 on the Warriors. Up 13. <laughs> that shit crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. In the fourth quarter, up 13. That's crazy. But all right. Um, messing up everybody's parlays today. So, <laughs> so December 15th, man. Um, will Ben Simmons go anywhere? I mean, Kevin Love might get traded since they showcase him. Who else is going to make some moves? Who y'all think? I heard rumors of Derek Favors moving around again. I don't know how beneficial that is or he is to somebody else, in particular a playoff team. Um, as far as Ben Simmons, who knows, man? Like, yeah, I feel like he's his trade value is going down and down the more he's not playing. You know, like, you're only as good as your last game. And who wants to deal with a headache like that? Who wants to trade for something that they're not sure of? you know, as far as long-term. So, um, it's tough. They have to trade him. They have to end this, this Ben Simmons saga. It has to end. Um, they can't continue like this. And at this point, if they don't get rid of Ben Simmons by December 15th, if I'm Joel Embiid, I'm probably looking to leave myself. Because at this point, the organization has done anything to show that this is Joel Embiid's team. 
Can y'all? <laughs> yeah, my bad. Yeah, we hear you. Yeah, so uh, I mean, I agree. I think they they really need to end this thing sooner than later, man, because. You know, it, it's it's not as loud as it was before the season and when the season first started, but like it's glaring. Like it's still there. It's still a thorn in their side, and it's like, how long are you gonna keep this dude? And like, I mean, like this. I agree with both of you all, but at the same time, if you're not Daniel Morey, if 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 you're not the Sixers, what type of confidence do you really have in the player that you're getting? Um, I mean. I'm the- if I'm the- not, we're not we're not taking away his skill set. I mean, we see that, but obviously his confidence is shot. He is going through something mental in which he refuses to get at least the help that's available to him. Well, that's readily available to him at the moment. Um, and so, as a franchise, are you really willing to take that risk, especially seeing what Daniel Morey is asking in return? If 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 you are not the Sixers, how confident are you yourselves? in trading for Ben Simmons? If I'm an organization like the Sacramento Kings or the Detroit Pistons who have issues uh, recruiting free agents, they don't have the, they, they don't have the, what's the, the word luxury. I'm looking for? What'd you say? They don't have the luxury. luxury. Yeah, they don't have the luxury to, to ask those type of questions. Like if you got the chance to acquire Ben Simmons and you the Sacramento Kings or the Detroit Pistons, you, you have to do it, like, just for your fan base alone. Facts. Um, I think something, something got to happen sooner than later, man. Uh, I actually, you know, I, I think this is the calm before the storm. I think a lot of dominoes will fall in, uh, in December, December 15th. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, I, agree I agree with you as far as your fan base. But, again, would you be confident in the player that you're receiving in return? I mean, and I agree with y'all. He does have to get traded. And, and those two teams you named definitely don't have any type of leverage to, you know, ask those type of questions. But they could also be leveraging their future, depending on them. You know what I'm saying? If they're willing to give more rate than picks. Because truth be told, if, 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 if you're not going to be a playoff team, if you're not going to be a playoff team with Ben Simmons, and Daniel Morey is asking for two first-round picks. Shit, you're giving up two lotteries right there, you know what I'm saying, and the two players that you're giving up for Ben Simmons just to not be a playoff team. Is it worth it? Right. Hey, come on, man. Got to be worth it to somebody. Something, something got to give. Oh, oh, man. But they got to trade him. I, that, that, that part, I think we all agree on. They, they, they have to. Free Ben Simmons, man. Um, so, so, so Derek Murray got to get off that that two first rounder. Yes, yeah. If, if that's the deal, yes. He, he not, he ben Simmons is going to sit out the entire season. Yes, I'm not going to lie to you. I think Daniel Morey is more so holding Ben Simmons from being traded than Ben Simmons is, realistically. Right. And I'm not saying give him up for a burger and some fries, but come on, man. Yeah, price um, is how you need to cut it. <laughs> I swear. What about Kyrie? What What do we see Kyrie doing? I mean, what's what's going to happen? They already said that he's not going to change the the guideline. I read. You know? I read ninety eight percent of the NBA execs are uh, uh, afraid of Kyrie right now. Whether whether they are in a mandated vaccinated state or not, 
they just don't want to deal with him at the moment. Who the two percent? So I have no clue what the two percent. I don't really have much to say. Well, yeah, obviously the Nets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Two well, percent, like one team. So, yeah. Nets. <laughs> so uh, I really have no clue what's gonna what's gonna happen with Kyrie Irving. I just hope that in some way, shape, form, or fashion, he's able to get back on the court this season. Hey, how do y'all feel if y'all KD though? Right now, like, how? What's your mental? What's what's your hey, mindset man. right now? Because you know, Kyrie sit, standing, you know, ten toes deep into what he's believing, in, and true. you know. The guidelines I feel like the they know that so. though. I feel like KD knew Ooh. this. Like do. I don't think it, I don't think it was surprising to KD like Kyrie ain't playing the show. I think I think they've had these conversations and he's like, well, you know, I'm gonna let you do you. I think he came to this season with the mentality, oh shit, well, he might not have Kyrie at all. I, I believe he did too, but I believe that now that the season is going on, KD is having some second thoughts about coming to Brooklyn with uh Kyrie. Uh, and I'm just going based off of the game they played against the Golden State Warriors. Like, that game really showed – like, I feel like that game, KD, he needed Kyrie Irving to to show that, like, they can compete for us and that he is a viable MVP. After that showing, I don't think you can come away from that game and think that – Steph Curry is not the MVP. And so looking at like I, I think KD probably was like, man, dang, like uh with Kyrie being here, it's kind of messing up my MVP chances. And it possibly is looking like it's gonna mess up my chances of getting another ring. So I mean, like when you when you first when you first go into the situation, you're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's cool. You know, we're going to give them a month or so. You know what I'm saying? But now the season getting into the thick of things and they're not winning the games they're supposed to be winning. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that lays heavy on Katie and uh, Harden's heart. Like Harden, and I said this on the last podcast or a couple podcasts, like Harden does not look interested in playing basketball this year. And it looks like he's really trying to, like, get into the groove of things, but it's just not, like, clicking the way I, that – I don't think it's the lack of interest. I think more so it's the rule changes and him trying to get adjusted. And, you know, and it's just a whole mixture – and the Kyrie not being there. I think it's a mixture of all of that more so. What? I mean, because last, last night or the day, night before last, he had, what, 24 and 5? That makes him uninterested in playing the game that he loves when – Things aren't going the way that not saying I want them to go, but like there's a lot of changes in this year that I don't think that he was prepared to handle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think nobody knew that at the beginning Kyrie was gonna come in and not play. And then the whole the ball, everybody planning about the basketball. You know, it sounds like a lot of excuses, but you know, when you when you in a rhythm, you know, that, that, that can kind of throw you off. So I've, I've, I've said this before. James Harden plays way too slow for the rest of this Nets team. Him walking the ball up is like a detriment to the way their team is set up right now. When he goes to the bench and like the, uh, the subs come in with KD and the ball popping and moving, like they look like a way better team. And on top of that, I feel like James Harden still 
one to two months behind developmentally because he didn't get to work out this summer because he was rehabbing all summer. Uh, he he looked out of shape as well. So I'm not going to be too alarmed. I don't think they're – with the the way they're currently constructed, they can't come out the East. Like, it's impossible. It, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the James Harden and KD that was playing together last year without Kyrie Irving is a better team than what we are currently seeing now. Like last year, they never they what they play like eight games together total. Like they never played together fully as a as a as a as a big three. And this year, they just and I don't know. I, I really I don't know. They stole the bench is different a little bit. It, yeah, it's the hidden pieces that don't show up in the box score, but our glue guy, like Jeff Green. Like, that's a huge loss for a yeah. team like this. Yeah. Like, because now you replace it. You say what? You say they, what? They were, chant, they were chanting MVP for Steph Curry at the Brooklyn Nets arena. Like, that is so disrespectful. Like, a AD, I don't know how I could, like, that, like, the, and I'm, like, any other player, cool. But, like, you can't come to Brooklyn and be chanting MVP. That's like, can you imagine if the Warriors come and play the Lakers and they chant MVP in LeBron's house? Like, that's, 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 that's like, disrespectful. Like, somebody got to die after that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, <laughs> somebody got to die after that. <laughs> you got to go home. You got to sleep with them chanting that night, dog. Like, Somebody chant MVP in your home and it's not for you? Come on, man. I had to turn the TV up when I was, I know they are not, hold on. They, they are chanting MVP for Steph Curry at the Brooklyn Arena. That's crazy. So is Steph, uh, is Steph the best player in the league right now? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Mm. Yes. Next question. Sorry, Jadon. <laughs> Is Steph the is Steph the best point guard ever? Yep. And that's another thing. I saw y'all in the group, you know what I'm saying, talking about that whole point guard shit or whatever. I couldn't chime in because I was real busy this week, you know what I'm saying? Thanksgiving break like this week and everybody trying to get these orders out and stuff this week. So I couldn't really put my attention to the conversation or what I wanted to. But now I got time to chime in. And what I believe, and this is just my opinion from what I've heard, I believe that there are certain individuals who are searching or putting a narrow scope on what a point guard is. And I say that to say, uh, because if you look at Steph Curry numbers, it's not averaging two or three assists a game. Like the man is averaging like five or six assists a game. You know what I'm saying? And for you to say that, because he's the greatest shooter of all time, that kind of negates him from being a pure point guard. Well, what is it? Like, because, like, does that mean that you, by you being a pure point guard, you can't be a good shooter? That you being an excellent add to your range as a point guard and what your abilities to, to do on the court. So when I look at that, I just think about how by having Steph Curry on your team and as your point guard, you have to plan for him in a way where defensively you you really can't do anything, but you have to throw a double team at him. And that to me is 
another perspective or another way of how Steph Curry runs the team because of how good he is offensively. He's a great offensive talent, greatest shooter ever. I just can't say he's the best point guard ever. That's just me. But I, I, just, I just can't say it. I don't care if he's a double team. I don't care if he hits 100 threes a game. I just, he's not the best point guard. Ever. So, so what's, what's his position? Well, yeah, what's his position? Point guard. Okay, just want to make sure we had that settled. I don't want you to say he was just a two guard anymore. Yep, not saying he's a, he's a two guard. I get it. He's a point guard technically. I get it, but but yeah, I, I, I'll stop there. All I'm saying is it's it's just. I, it's I, just I, say, I don't think he's the best. I think Magic is better, but I don't think he's far off. Why is Magic better? Because Magic has accomplished more from a team standpoint. Okay, I give you that. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And and the fact that Steph has no MVPs in the finals, but three rings says a lot. Okay. Now, now I can rock with that. I can rock with that. I can rock with that. Now that that makes me kind of change my stance a little bit after getting those facts. I just can't go off of. I mean, the greatest shooter of all time, and I. That's why he's not the best point guard. Those those valid facts kind of be like, all right, maybe. Man, what I said, but okay. Magic, okay, I I I, I can I, I can go with magic, but just but just to just totally discount Steph is like no, he's not a he's not if he's not number one, he has to be top three, top two. Like who you who you who who other than Magic you gonna put before Steph? Isaiah Thomas probably. Zeke didn't play the point. Joe Dumars played the point. He brought the ball up. Ain't that your <laughs> argument? Joe Dumars <laughs> brought the ball up. So Zeke ain't a point Thomas guard. Was a point. <laughs> no, he what? Joe Dumars was the point guard on that team. What are you talking about? 50-50. So you told me Draymond Green is the point guard of the Warriors, but now yes. Joe Dumars is not the point guard? I'm going strictly off of the definition of what you put down in the group. I didn't put that in there. So once again, oh, so Joe Dumars didn't give Zeke the ball. What's the, def- what What's the definition of point guard? The person who facilitates the offense, which is definitely Steph Curry. Draymond so, brings it up, gives it to Steph, and everybody that was, moves. That around. was actually me. That was actually me that went in on that whole paragraph thing about the point guard. And what I think people don't understand is with Steph, the way that that offense runs, even though he takes two dribbles, and passes it off. Once you see him passes it off and he gets the darting right, that's setting up the offense right there, believe it or not. Believe it or not, it's just not an in-depth motion-type offense. So like literally to me. coming up the court and setting and starting the offensive play. The only difference the offense. His hand. I'm that's- just being realistic, bro. It's the, it's, it's the honest to God truth. Sounds so, like a 6'3 Reggie Miller to me. Run different <laughs> sets, and Isaiah them run sets. Ain't nobody right. running sets. Exactly. And so basically, it, what y'all are saying by the definition of a facilitator is you have to have the ball in your hand in order to facilitate the ball, right? He does. It's just that it gets back to him so quickly. And even though he's the and one, why does it get back to him so quickly? The one to shoot. As, I mean, that's because, because he's a playmaker. playmaker. That's why it gets back to him. He's a playmaker for others. 
Don't look at me if you want. The, the, reason, the, the reason, reason why players like, like Draymond Green are open is because Steph is on the floor. The reason Klay Thompson is open is because you have Steph and they have to put more pressure on Steph to get the ball out of his hands. You ain't never seen Magic Johnson get boxed in one. And he he facilitate you 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 box the one to facilitate to take them out the game. That's my point. You don't see that from other point guards. You've never seen that happen with Chris Paul. Yeah, man, have a high usage rate, and Steph probably don't have a high usage rate, so that's why you got the. All righty, we'll move on. Uh, so, so, so you name your top five point guards all the time. Juwan, you always do this. I, I, I don't want to do this. I don't know right now. Not right now. Let's just let's just keep it on Steph was gonna be number two. That's why I don't want to do it. I'll get back to you on that. But uh, look, let's, let's go, let's go to our next segment here. Contender or pretender. Um, we'll just do two teams from the east, two teams from the west. I like that. And uh we'll uh start with the start with the Warriors. Contender. Contender. Sure. Contender. All right. All right. Contender. What about the Suns? Contender. Contender. I agree. They can win a championship? Yeah, they can contend to win the championship. And they can contend to get there at least. Like, well, who we just, they were just there last year. Who better than those in West? Huh? What was the who, question? Those two teams in the West. You said who who's, who's better than those two? Who's better than those two teams in the West? Who's better than the Warriors and the Suns? Hold on, let me see. Let me look at my my, my standings. Nobody. Uh, so <laughs> I must I must ask them, Minifee. You don't think the Lakers are better or will be? I, I I thought we like to talk like as of like right now. That's why y'all like to do those weak okay. ass power. So if we're talking the Suns and uh. Who else? Who else? Suns and um Warriors. Yeah, he Warriors. has about the Suns and the Warriors. We just said that they both contenders. Okay. We're not saying that they're the only two, but I got you know. All right. Let's move to the east. Let's move to the east. Um the Wizards. Pretend. I think they're pretenders. I think they're pretenders. I would ask them for playoffs <laughs> or to win a championship. Pretend. If it's championship, right. that's, that's, right. that's two different. Yeah, no, they'll contend for that for that seventh seed. They pretend is mainly because um, when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks record, I mean it kind of it, it mirrors the Lakers, but the Milwaukee Bucks have been injured pretty much the entire seat, the beginning of the season. They haven't had since game one. Uh, Drew Holiday been out for about two weeks. Middleton been out with COVID. Right, he so, just came back. Did you mention Brooke Lopez? Yeah, uh, yeah, I mentioned him first. So when you look at they right still out, huh? DiVincenzo still out. I am. Yeah, his, spot, his spot gone when he come back. His he minutes eat, is gone. Uh, Grayson Allen eating them minutes all the way up. Yeah, DiVincenzo come back playing that defense. He gonna get someone back. He gonna he gonna get all uh, George Hill minutes. I think they go stay with Grayson Allen as a starter. They just they gel really well when they all out there. The one like, game. Uh the Wizards may be first in the East, but like in the playoffs, they're not gonna beat the Nets or the Bucks or the Heat. Or the Hawks. Or the Knicks. Or the Bulls. Yeah. 
<laughs> they definitely make the playoffs. Speaking of that, anyway, what are the Bulls? Contenders or pretenders? They're pretenders. Just go ahead and throw them their participation medal now. I mean, it looked good, but. All right, so the Bulls. Contenders? Hey, they, they are. I think same thing. They're contenders. I feel like they got everything that you need as far as we got shooters, you got scores that can get to the cup. You got a defender and Vooch that can get you an easy basket. You got a decent bench. You got Caruso coming off, playing perimeter defense. Kobe White still hurt, but he's another scorer that's coming off the bench. I feel like, I mean, really, all they really need is maybe another forward that could defend or another 3 and D guy. You know, I think, I think, what's his name, Green? I think he's a little short to be playing power four all the time. He's like six four, six five, playing power four. Like, I like it though. Here? I like it because he help you switch all positions. Yeah, I kind of do too. And plus, you know what I'm saying? He pulled he pulled some height away from the basket, um, and he could be a matchup problem for a slow for a slower forward. He run the floor too. You do that. Bulls, Bulls scary man. Um, I just think they need one more rim protector. Like just one more kind of sort of big. I don't care. I see Rudy Gobert at the crib every year in the West Conference Finals and he a rim protector. That don't matter to me. Ain't nobody driving. I rather I rather my big baby to move his feet on the screen and roll than block a shot at the hole. That shit rhymed, yo. Um, well, I mean the last two championships. Teams had shot blockers on their team, so I don't, I don't, I still think that there is relevance in having a shot blocker. The Milwaukee Bucks had Brook Lopez blocking shit, you know, Giannis is blocking shit. With the Lakers, they had the Twin Towers part three. So, them niggas ended the games, no, Dwight I'm Howard though, and like, ended games, but we saw that shot blocking is still a difference in games, in particularly the final, the last two finals. So, do you, is defending the three point line more important than blocking shots in today's NBA? Listen, go hand to hand, brother. You just can't jack up threes all day, every day, inspect to win the game or what? play some type of defense. Wait, 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 man, you watching <laughs> where you don't jack up threes to win the game? I just, oh, I just, I'm I just, watching had, the I just named you the play. last champions, I just named you the two last champions, and they led the, they led the league in blocking defense. The last two champions, they like thinking, Am I lying? Yeah, you are. Because the Lakers led the league in defense, the NBA in defense. Right, that's year. what I just said. Last year, they didn't win is what I'm saying. Okay, top two – okay, top five defense. Both of them had shot no. blockers. The top five offenses won the NBA championship the last two years. That's what you're feeling. It's the oh. offense that won it. That's won it. Because the even the Suns were a top five offense. I'm just saying, like, offense wins championships. No matter how you cut it, chop it. The Bucks were the number one offense last year. The Bucks it won the season last year. They're like number nine defense. That's like offense wins the and I think once you're able to switch though, and Bobby Portis was the reason the Bucks won when he came in for Brook Lopez. So they were able to switch everything, and Giannis played the five. Like Bobby, I'm saying, it's, Bobby it's, it too, right? it's better to be versatile defensively than having an anchor on the inside. Having an anchor, it doesn't work in today's NBA, unfortunately. Miles Turner gets a lot of fucking blocks every year, but only four rebounds because they bring him out the hole. Because they bring him out the hole on screen and rolls, he ends up getting stuck out there. 
It's, and now he can't recover to, to get the rebounds, things like that. That's why defensive versatility is way better than having the traditional beat in today's in today's game. Giannis still blocking shots. Yeah, yeah but look at the. You muted, bro. The Hampton Five started to being able to switch all the screens and. From that, every team has started adopting that. That's why it's small fours and stretch fives are a thing now. Um, all right. So Bulls definitely contenders. We hope they get there for sure. I'm going to be watching every single game. They, they're going to be a tough out. out against anybody. Whoever they play, they'll be a tough out. You got to bring your, you gotta bring your, your lunch pail in. in Thermos when you play the Bulls. So you don't think they're making it to possibly East Conference Final? Yes, it's 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 possible, especially depending on the seeding and who they can draw and hell. Say a little luck, a little injury luck. Yeah, I just don't want the Bulls to see the heat. I don't want them to see the heat. I I, I truly believe, like if Kyrie don't come back, I truly believe the Bulls can beat the Nets. Um, I'm not sure about the Milwaukee Bucks at full strength, uh, but I don't think they can beat the Heat. I don't want them to play the Heat. You, you've been on this Heat train for, for a few years, you know? Yeah, man. Ever since they got my boy Jimmy. Look Jimmy. now, though, man. Now they, just bought, they just bought more more Jimmy attitude. He he he. He's one of the hey, most. Is really hurt though? He's still out. <laughs> After that oh, whip, man, you didn't bought that up. <laughs> Marquise Morris, he's still out with whiplash. Oh man, <laughs> no real shit. He's really hurt. Quote unquote. We ready to call the UN, bro. This is an international <laughs> issue. That was so violent, bro. That was such a violent uh, uh, joker. That thug, man. He's he's such a thug, man. Him and his thug brothers, man. You know his brother is an MMA fighter, fighter, and he he's three and zero in all knockouts. Just a thug, and and just that's crazy, man. Could have killed that man. Bro. Just a quick update. The Warriors are up 11 points right now. Uh, went into what? the fourth. <laughs> they went into the fourth down 13, right? <laughs> hey, Damn, Curry got another 40. Nine points. minutes, the game was tied. They raced that in three minutes, Joe. That's crazy. And now they up 11. So Keep them alive. That's OC. Steph, Steph got a 40 piece. So, question, are they – are the Warriors like the 2015 Warriors now, or like man, without Clay? No, because they not. For one, they not healthy. For two, I don't think that this is the final team that go into the playoffs. I personally think they make a move before the deadline in February. This may sound, may sound crazy, but I think this is the most talented Warriors team we've seen. I literally was talked about them. Literally was just about to say that because I'm willing, I'm, I'm willing to agree because what was what was the what was the backup point guard man that they had? I cannot think of the Barbosa. Barbosa. Nah, they was, had Eddie House. Barbosa. Yeah, dude, that went up to Toronto. Clark. Yeah. 
was no, the really fast one. That guy, yeah. Remember Brian slowed down and beat his shot in the finals? That hey, look, Jordan Poole is like light years above <laughs> that cat. You know what I'm saying? I still don't know what y'all talking about. Clark, Clark was his last name. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. McCall, okay. man, man, he he had a lucky first three, four years of his career, dog. But yeah, Clark, man, look, uh, uh, Jordan Poole is, is is light years above dude, and I didn't really expect that. Like I watched him in college, but I didn't think he was gonna be this good, um, this fast. But I mean, he learned it from a goat at his at at the PG spot, so. Um, they're much faster than that team. Shit, they shoot better. Just well, if, if we go in 2015, I mean, you can't count the KD team. Wiggins better than uh, I know. I'm, count, I'm counting the KD team too. This team is know. more talented, top to bottom, than the KD team. KD hey, more hey, two of Yeah, right. But <laughs> after KD, where do you go? Clay, Steph, KD. What I'm saying is, Wiseman is better than any center they've ever had. Jordan Poole is the best. Fourth option is better than Harrison Barnes. We can't say that with Wiseman. Wiseman hasn't been played enough. I know he got Wiseman without he playing is enough. better than every center the Warriors have had. Without you know, playing, been, hey, look, hold on. Wiseman is better than every. You taking him over Zaza? You taking him <laughs> over? Look, you you taking him over? You damn it, taking him over? What's the name? Uh, over Bogut. No, healthy Bogut. No, healthy Bogut. I said Warriors bogey. Yeah, yeah Warriors, Warriors not <laughs> not the Bucks. Warriors bogey. Yes, you are taking them over here. Yes, yes. I'm they, like, just they, go, they, go they top to bottom. Lee. I'm telling you, go top to bottom. This is the most talented team, top to bottom. This bench, the fact that Poole's going to move to the bench makes him the most talented six man the Warriors have ever had. I mean, they do got some niggas out there that's just taking up space. You know, Otto Porter. Uh, uh Toscano. Well, they're they're they gonna they gonna use him in the playoffs when he get you know about twenty minutes in the playoffs, couple big shots. I see him. Yeah, he, can't, he, can't, he, he, he can't be normal, normal streaky Auto Porter. Auto Porter streaky that hit the last couple last couple years of his career. That's why he's been moving around like that. And health. Um, and then they also got Gary Payton Jr. on defense off the bench, which is phenomenal. About the back of a point guard that's mini stuff with the haircut and everything. Um, all right, so that's she owes him, right? All right, so let's, let's move on to, to tomorrow's big ESPN matchup. Um, kind of funny. So, we got two 500 teams facing off two of the most storied franchises in the history of the league. Ooh. And they're, they're kind of just mediocre right now. Lakers and the Celtics are playing tomorrow. What oh, do we think? Watching the Celtics on ESPN is like watching the Pelicans play on ESPN at this point. Like, I'm tired of seeing them. I'm tired of seeing them in primetime games. Just Ooh. regular the Celtics. Yes. Like, okay, this shit is annoying. Yes. My leg is bad right now, but they're not losing to the Celtics tomorrow. Is LeBron playing tomorrow? Uh, I suppose he might. Here's the thing, man. Like between those two, what we do know about those two is that the Lakers are nine times out of ten. I mean, th- there's no way the Lakers are going to be better. The Lakers are going to get better than they are now. I see where um, you're going. 
I don't know how much better the Celtics are going to get, even when Jalen Brown comes back, because, I mean, we saw a decent amount of games with them at full strength before he went down, and they look like shit. Mm -hmm. They don't have an identity cool. at all. And I'm not blaming it on Jalen Brown. I'm not blaming it on Jason Tatum. It just is what it is. I I, I can't explain it because I'm not in the locker room, but they look bad. They look bad. We we look to we look to the uh we look to the Celtics to be contenders almost every year, at least contenders in the East. Um are they a top AC? They have the talent to be, obviously, but it's just the way they're playing and the chemistry. They look really bad. And Jason Tatum, uh, you know, a lot of people feel he's taking the mama mentality to the head. And uh, he is taking him 27 shots to get 22 points. And that's not normal Jason Tatum. So he's something ain't right up Something ain't right over there. Something ain't right. Uh, they they might have they might have to make a move in December for sure. Like I Marcus Smart might have to just go. So who who should they get? As far as what do they need over there? Simmons. Ben Simmons? Yes. At your starting piece. Marcus Smart and and several people, whatever will make Maury happy, man. Like this Marcus point, Smart, and two know. first rounders. Nah, he need one of them superstars. He need Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and picks. That's, that's his man. asking price. Buddy, tweak it with that. Um, he can take Marcus Smart, uh, Al Horford, or could go back to the Sixers. I don't know. Like so, hey, a couple picks. Not happening. They, they'll make it happen, man. That, that, that'll be amazing. That'll be a perfect fit, I feel. But yeah, more uh, All right, all right, man. What's up? You, you he not for the sweet big deals, man. So nah, he, he no way they gonna have Brown Tatum and Simmons. <laughs> no hey, way. Stranger no things have way. happened, man. This is a superstar driven league, and just big threes everywhere. We'll see. We shall see. It's it's possible. Hi, Yo, man. Bro, I, I, I let you slide long <laughs> enough, bro. What, what's what's going on with your Lakers, bro? What's up, man? Westbrook getting traded. What's up, bro? He he calling it the triple <laughs> arena. He he trying to keep his dribble and doing all kind of other crazy stuff. Melo and AD always hurt. Brian coming back and maybe so. I, what's going on, man? Yeah. Hey, man. We 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 do this every year with my Lakers, man. You know what I'm saying? And I hate to say this, but this is the curse of LeBron James. LeBron James comes in town. We got to gut our roster to make sure that the roster fits his needs. Then when he goes out, we lose. So, I mean, this <laughs> nothing new to me. You know what I'm saying? The fact that we don't have uh, Kendrick Nunn yet, um, we still missing uh, – I forgot buddy name. Um, we're missing one more shoot. Ariza? Uh, Ariza, but – Is who back? Wayne Ellington? I thought he was out. Steve. Yeah, he's he's back. back. I thought I saw him play. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, man. We just we, we like the Bucks right now, man. You know what I'm saying? Our team a little off. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to get into the swing of things. Injuries setting us back some, but we're gonna be all right. Um, 
us winning the championship right now, I was that's kind of slim. Hey, I, I was just about to ask you though, like even with a healthy LeBron, Westbrook, and a healthy AD, and as the uh, team is constructed right now, y'all winning the championship? Yeah, yeah, we winning, we winning healthy. Hey, AD's having a bounce back year, yo. Y'all hey, do this, tell, y'all do this thing right now. Don't, don't, you can't mention AD after the last night. He, yeah. he need at least three days before you can mention That's his name. That's one game, bro. That's one game. No, bro. no, That's he gave two, two games worth the of shit. Year. No. no. Not just, the of the no, 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 don't do that. No, don't no, do that. Fam, he got put in the basket all game. That that was the game, okay? That was the game. If 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 AD decided to play like shit for all the other games in the season, last night was the night where he should have played and brought his A game. You can't you can't he let bring his A game. He did not. You you, you can't oh, like nah. You this, gotta. This isn't one bad game. This started on Sunday when the Bulls shut him down, and then now it's carryover effect. He got tomorrow. So he had a bad week. Like bro, a bad week. Bro, we only four bro. weeks in. You can't afford like nigga. That's a whole week out of four weeks. At halftime, Giannis had twenty eight points, and I believe uh, AD had like six. He had eight, and Giannis was nine for ten from the field. Yeah, you can't do that, dog. That's nasty. First team all defense, they say. <laughs> and he was bullying him, like Giannis was bullying AD. It, like it, I, it, it was embarrassing to look at. Like I was like, "Damn, Giannis really is that dude." Like he really is that dude. The way he was making AD look out there, it was. They said they had a stat today. Said that he scored like twenty three of his thirty eight on AD. Damn, that's nasty. <laughs> hey, hey um, but can you do me a favor, man? Can you just ask your Lakers that when Bron come back, can they just slide Baysmore to the bench? Start <laughs> THT for fantasy purposes for the kid, because man, I, I, I don't see how. Why is Ken Baysmore getting these minutes, yo? Baysmore. How? They need to be THT. Oh my goodness. Baysmore was only really playing because of all the injuries. Like when none comes back, he really not getting no no uh, minutes. Who should be the starting two guard? I still don't know. Wayne Ellington, huh? Starting two guard, uh, uh, Horton Tucker, whatever his name is. So it, is he the starting two guard for the duration or what? He needs to. I think you start Ellington at two, Tht at three. Brian at four, AD at five. That's the line you run up. THT needs to be out there. He is a better playmaker than Russell Westbrook. Minnow, THT better than Kendrick Nunn? That's crazy. Yes. Yes, he is. He can do more. Yeah, THT is a better player than Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I can't answer that right now. I'm, 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 I'm a real Kendrick Nunn fan, but. That's uh, why I asked him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Minnow, yeah. Kendrick Nunn. THT, uh, he's showing me some things though. Like he he real aggressive out there on the court, and that's what we need. We need a we need a bucket getter, a playmaker, and somebody who can hit free throws when they when it matters. Cause Westbrook just ain't that right now. And like I said, it's still early. Westbrook he gets better. 
every week he gets better. So I'm, I'm going to just wait until, you know what I'm saying, January and see where we at then. Then January is when I'm going to really begin to get nervous. January, February, still not clicking then. Because, I mean, we got to look at statistics. Every LeBron team that he, like, puts together, it always struggles out the gate. Like, y'all forget about the Miami Heat teams when they first started the Miami Heat teams. Like, they lost, like, if I want to – if correct me if I'm wrong, but they lost, like, their first seven games. They was, like, one for eight. They, yeah. But so at that like, time, LeBron James is the best player in the league. True. That's true. the difference. I'm just – I also feel I, – I think the bad part about Russell finding his footing right now is it's not next to LeBron. Because now he found his footing, but now you got to – do it all over again once LeBron come back. That's going to be the slow. That's what's going to slow the the process down. Coach Vogel, man, he the like you know that I don't even see how else it's going to work unless LeBron James plays the wing. Like, Coach who? huh? Go to Vogel. Oh, who is that? Oh, oh, okay. Because I, oh, I see LeBron <laughs> walking up and down the sideline. So <laughs> that's something. But uh, yeah, uh, Vogel he needs to make some some offensive changes. I know he's not an offensive coach, but uh, that needs to happen because how's that a thing? I don't get that. Like how? But same thing. You laughing, but Doc wasn't a defensive coach. He had like, he takes a kid back. This ain't there. football. Like you should. It's not like it's one possession. You got four down. Like it's a constant move. You should be able to coach both sides of the ball in, in basketball. If I'm a defensive-minded coach, I should know what offense is going to counter my defensive sets. Like well, yes. that, That's just so weird to me that, that coaches actually are like, I specialize in offense only. Like, fuck out of um, here. I, 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 I hear what you're saying, but – I mean, it's still a fact. Like, what's bro name from uh, the Warriors, the Adams, that started the whole defensive-minded over there at Golden State? He was highly effective and highly – services was highly – Where did he teach them? How to play hard? Like, like what, some, do te- what do you teach a, 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 an adult? What do you teach them about defense? Defensive components, what you what you are willing to give or not give up, you know, certain transitions. So to play hard? I mean, it's, oh. it's more than just putting the, the ball in the bucket, though, Juwan. No, it literally is just putting the ball in the bucket. That's all the game is. And spacing. That's all it is. Like every it's not like new plays are being created daily. This game been going on for 200 years. That's I'm being I'm over exaggerating for, for the for the dramatics of this whole thing. But what I'm saying, like I just don't get it. There's all nothing changing in basketball. Some you you just have like some people just are more prone to the defense aspect of the game, and some people are more prone to the offensive aspect of the game. But it's only the 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 good coaches who have a, a feel for both who are truly successful in the league. And I'm saying coaches like um, what's Buddy ass? He got an assistant coach for, at with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, he was Houston coach. D'Antoni. Oh, He specialized on offense, and everybody always talked about how his team never played any defense or whatever, and you see how far that got him. He didn't win a championship, and now he's – And that's my point. If I'm an owner and a coach, like, yeah, I'm a specialist in offense, and we all know 
their specials ain't winning shit unless they had. Wait, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tom Thibodeau though, was not the defensive coach over at Boston when they won the shit. Yeah, he was. Yes or no? He was. He was the assistant coach though. I'm, we talking about head coaches. Head coaches. Oh, okay. No mind. That's what, like. There's no. Like, we just like there's. But even at that, it still took KG and and Ray Allen to come there. He was there when they won 22 games. So how good of a defensive coach are you? He won 22, 22 games before you got Ray Allen and, and KG. So how – and that's my point. It don't matter the scheme if you don't got the players. And that, my, that's, just, it's just that's, tough. That's my problem with Vogel is the fact that, like, he's supposed to be this defensive-minded coach, but, like, we still losing by 100-plus points in the games. And on top of that, you look at us offensively, I, I still, after all these games we play, I still don't know what offense we run. Like, I don't know what offense we run at all. And it's 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 troubling that, like, my thing, like so what do you do in the offseason? Like, what are you doing in the offseason in order to, to allow your teams to get a better footing or be more prepared when the season? actually starts because we've played like 12 to 15 games now and I I still don't know what the offense is like it's like you get the Westbrook get the ball and he drives and drives he pass it out to a wing then you got AD coming got this high screen and then he'll try to pull he he don't he don't dive to the basket he pops out and looks for his jumper, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, dog, you look at what the Warriors are over there doing, and they, they shit look like – they shit is running so smooth that you just don't understand, like, how is there such a difference when it comes to playing offensive games for your team? Like, the Warriors have been doing the same thing year in and year out, and then – Look at my Lakers, and then this is like, all right, we just gonna roll the ball out there. Whoever can get us twenty points, we need we need three people to get us twenty points to have a chance, and that's just not gonna work. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I be feeling like, like sometimes I be feeling like I don't be want to talk about this shit because I be like, well, nigga, you not. I mean, if you were supposed to, if, if you were supposed to be a coach, you should be in the NBA. You can't talk because you're not in the NBA. But when I be looking at these games, I be like, bro, like, this stuff is obvious as fuck as to what needs to be changed in order to make it successful. But it's like, it just continues. It's the same thing every day with my Lakers. At this point, I'm just numb to the point of, I'm, I'm going to just wait. I'm, I'm just waiting to the I'm, I'm just waiting to play out because watching this fan is not exciting and it would low-key piss you off. You watching this team go out there every day and you lose. Like, how do you give up a 26-point lead to OKC on their court? Then they come to your career and you you lose again. <laughs> way we supposed to be losing to Oklahoma City Thunder. And after they lost that second game in OKC, I was like, all right, it's time for me to pull my emotional attachment away from here because they are really messing with my psyche right now with me trying to focus in life. And these niggas are some fucking losers right now. You know what I'm saying? And I knew that they was going to start off bad, but I didn't think that they were going to start off this bad, regardless of the injuries. Like, you brought in – you brought in 
he brought in Westbrook because you kind of knew that LeBron was rested. And when LeBron goes to the bench when he doesn't play, we always have issues with winning games. And so that's why we bring in Russell Westbrook, but that's not working. So now we need to try something new. So you're saying Golden State going to win a championship is what you're saying. Sure. No, that's not I'm putting words in my mouth. That's what y'all motherfuckers do. <laughs> It's still early. Uh, they look bad, though. They look bad, though, man. They, they need LeBron back. They need their team back. They need Kijanon back. They just need some cohesion. Westbrook needs to be in the gym working on his free throws, working on not turning that bitch over. This is a lot of situations. A lot of stuff going on over there. Uh, you don't hear nobody really saying shit about the Bucks. Mm-mm. Yep. Yep. So um, we'll see tomorrow, man. I think Jalen Brown is uh, might play. I think he's questionable. So it might be both teams at full strength. I mean, they, they, they 500. So, you know, it's only 16 games so far. It's a long way to go. Uh, I think both teams will come out pretty solid. I think I, I, I got a lot of a lot riding on my Celtics, man. Just, you know, give my boy Tatum some time. OK, I just. Huh? Huh? I thought you was a Spurs fan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am a Spurs fan. I am a Spurs fan all day, every day. You see the silver and black, you know what I'm saying? All day. But I mean, Tatum is my boy. Lee Green. <laughs> That's my boy, man. So give him some time. No, everybody, he, everybody he's a, uh, he a Raptors fan. Ain't you a Raptors fan? Uh, in 2019, yeah. What about the Clippers? In 2020, yeah. <laughs> well, you off them now? I'm so confused. You off the Clippers? <laughs> yeah, I'm off the Clippers until 2022. Yep. So, wait. So, April so 2022, I'll be a Clippers fan again. So who's your So who's your team now? Spurs, nigga, all day. Spurs, Bulls, and Boston. Spurs, Bulls, and Boston. Sound about right. Hey, I'm a Bulls fan. See red. See red, ho. Go Bulls. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, the Rosen. The Rosen fan MVP. Lakers. Right, Lakers. Lakers Heat Nets. Me and my top three teams. Lakers Heat Nets. Yeah, you love the Heat, boy. Lakers Heat Nets. Oh, you a Nets fan. Ah, okay. All right. Okay. Top. True. Nah, I, I have to like Heat. I mean, I have to watch the Nets because they have my favorite players. Like Katie and Kyrie are legit my two favorite players. I just hope that boy play, man. It's, it's tough, man. Like I, I want him to stand by his, you know, down his heel and all that. But it's like I just want him to see him hoop, bro. He's literally the most talented offensive player I've ever seen, like pound for pound. So I just want to see him hoop, but I don't I'm know. Let's we'll see. Very upset if Kyrie doesn't play this year. I really would like. I understand his stance and it's a personal decision. And I don't even want to get into all that, but just as a fan, I really want to see that man. I think everybody's consistent on that, man. So it's it's, it's caught between rock and hard place, but we'll see how it plays out, man. I don't know. Something gotta give. On ESPN. What? The NBA, what? the NBA and money to like kind of push Kyrie to get the vaccine. So Steph got it. I mean. Uh, Stephen A. Smith got to keep talking about it and try to get Kyrie vaccine. 
that's my conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, we we had that on the, on the other podcast. I, I feel you though, but yeah, yeah. Wait, uh, but yeah. All right, it's pain. You know, like Stephen A. Smith. I feel like every time I go to a group, y'all y'all be slandering Stephen A. Yeah, hey, forget Stephen A. Bro, dog. ESPNB what a guy. Wednesday topic. Are are the Brooklyn Nets contenders for championship? Yeah, Thursday. It'd be, are the Brooklyn Nets gonna win a title without Kyrie Irving? Like the same topic. They just switch the words around and talk about the same shit the next day. That's all Jake, they Jake will go be on, on tomorrow. tomorrow. So uh oh yeah, that again. Because he tweeted that uh Stephen A. About no. being at uh the the game next to the Warriors owner when he said Katie he tweeted like Katie made the worst mistake of his life leaving the Warriors and then right after that Jay Williams took a picture of Stephen A. sitting next to Joe Lacob like I see why you saying what you're saying basically like calling him out like you over there Uncle Tommy for the white man. Just saw uh, I saw uh, they were chanting uh, MVP for Steph at Cleveland in Cleveland. Yeah, he hit another nine threes. He went crazy in the fourth. Did he hit four in the fourth? The boy cold, man. The boy cold. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy how they just came back like that. Um, I will say I've never questioned Steph Curry during the regular season at all. It's when it's winning time in the finals he seems to take a couple steps back. Yeah, I was behind the back passes out of bounds. Yeah, like. He don't, he don't type of shit in the playoffs. No, he do it in the playoffs. He don't do it in the finals. Oh, yeah. 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 He don't, I don't know. But we'll see. I'm not, once again, this ain't, I'm not knocking him. It's just, he's so good. I got to challenge him more. But when Kobe say more, I need more. Um, one thing dope about Steph is, like, you can tell he was, like, in the weight room, so he's taking that contact more this year and, like, getting to the bucket, too, and crossing everybody at the three-point line, knocking down 40-footers. So, it's, yeah, I, I'm just enjoying it. I'll tell you, and he rebounding that bitch, too. He gave you, like, five or six rebounds. That's crazy. It's crazy, and I think it's because he had a longer offseason. When's the last time we didn't see Steph playing into June, July? You know what I'm saying? He was done in April. Right. And just had an extra, so he had that month off and being ready to get after it. Why the NBA season still going on? Like, I think he ever played in the Olympics, though. No, nah, I think he does. I think that's, I think that's the only time, only thing he left that he hasn't done, right? Playing the Olympics. I thought he played the last one, but he didn't. Nope. That might like that was the World Games or some shit then, like FIBA. Yeah, he never played in the Olympics, bro. Right, no, nah, I don't think he's gonna play. He ain't got to prove that. Like, ain't nothing to prove. Zeke ain't never played in the Olympics. Damn. Bro. <laughs> Ouch. I, 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 I met the criteria, but I wasn't selected. <laughs> uh, um, all right. So, any final thoughts on the NBA season a month in? Any predictions or theories? Man, free John Wall, free Ben Simmons, free Kyrie. I want to see all of them brothers hoop. Though. I don't think John Wall want to be free. John Wall is a, a- okay making forty one million dollars. 
at Astro World. Like he is straight <laughs> right now. <laughs> Astro World. Like John, he ain't served John Wall do an interview. He ain't complained to nobody. Ain't been no sources <laughs> or nothing. Yeah, he, get another, he get another 47 next year. Nigga, that's a hell of a PTO, bro. Yeah, hell of PTO. Hey, hey they like, don't, don't, no, don't, don't showcase me. No, you ain't got to showcase me. I'm good. I'm all right. That's you want wild. us to bag you out? Like, nah, I'm good. I like the culture. I like the culture right. here. Like, hey, silly, right? When capitalism succeeds right there, my guy. That boy stand <laughs> down there on that motherfucking income tax free. <laughs> Text. Oh, forgot about that. Oh, oh that player. He oh, not yeah, going he nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. Shit. Hey, he, uh, he learned from uh give it arenas, man. Hey, man. Boy, uh, you know what he's doing. Uh, all right. So another another numbers lie episode in the books. Again, it costs nothing right. to like, subscribe, share, support. Get the hey, one last there. thing, man. What's up? Rest in peace to that young boy, man. Young dog. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. dog. I, I know man. this is a sports sports podcast, but it's a lot of us that is a huge fan of, of a of a man that you know was fatally shot down. And you know, just rest in peace and prayers up to him and his family for sure. Yeah, facts, but, man. Yeah. And the rappers a dangerous profession, huh? I feel so. Yeah, right, that's people. another conversation for another time, man. Indeed. Um, all right, man. Numbers a lot of podcasts. We out of here. All right, gang. <laughs>